When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right, Geekscapers, welcome back to the podcast. This is day two of SDCC, the Comic-Con series that we have here. So every day we're going to bring you what is going on at the booth, on the floor. Uh, Different people are going to drop by the podcast. It's going to be a little bit of a stitched-together podcast, giving you a flavor of what we deal with here at Comic-Con. So it's like you're here with us. And one of the best parts of Comic-Con every year are the guests. This is the first full day of Comic-Con. We have a signer. A signer? Yeah, we have somebody signing here. It's our old friend, not a youth thing. You're just a longtime friend. Scott Brown, author of Breathers. Um, and my favorite, Lucky Bastard, which was a lot of fun and should get a sequel. It got a short story sequel. Yeah, I'm working on it. I'm working on the sequel. It's, it's called The Big Lucky, and it takes place in New Orleans. Okay. Well, what have you been up to? Because we haven't seen you in three years. And here we are. You haven't seen anybody in three years here, that's for sure. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm working on promoting my short story collection, Lost Creatures, which is a collection of, of 14 stories that are dark comedy, social satire, magical realism, horror, comedy, all sorts of stuff, fun stuff like that. And then uh, working on a, a new novel, hoping to find some, some representation for that and see what that happens. The new novel would be The Big Lucky? Or is that something that's written already? No, what's what's written already is uh, is a. What, what are you wiping off? What did you? There's like a lint or something from the bag I keep this microphone on, and it's like it's it didn't come out of me. No, it's not your lint. It's literally from the bag that I keep all this stuff. <laughs> Sorry about that, Geekscapers. What was? I, I was trying to make it a, do it as less distracting as possible, but it was so distracting. It's a nice aside, you know. It's nice to talk about lint. Nobody talks about lint enough. Lint is just not given enough credit for. I think we speak about lint just as much as lint deserves. <laughs> Take that lint. Um, okay, so the new book. The new book. The new book is called Branded, and it's actually a YA novel about uh, corporate sponsorship. Since everything is sponsored now, I figured. Why wouldn't children eventually be sponsored and have to bear the names of their corporate sponsors? 
they kind of are though aren't they like you know how many people on tiktok or instagram or um like uh twitch have their own corporate sponsorships and have like leaned towards them you know what i mean i think I think very young people are sponsored at this point and have to lean heavily in the influence of their corporate sponsors. That's a great idea. Yeah, but uh, but these people would actually, when they're born, their name after that, and they go by that name, and they can only wear clothing for Starbucks or Subway or Kellogg's. It's a little, you know, a bit of a problem if you're sponsored by Jiffy Lube or Roto Rooter or Snap On or you know, Trojan or Durex or Astroglide, that might be a little awkward when you're at school. That's a good idea. That's crazy. I, uh, when do you think that you're looking for a representation on that book now? Correct. I'm, I'm looking for a YA, uh, an agent who represents YA and uh, haven't had any luck yet, but still sending it out and doing some rewrites just to change some things up. And then I'll probably work on the big lucky after that just to have some fun with it and see where it goes. Okay, this short story collection, where can we find it? It's not a digital only, is it, or is it digital only? It's digital, uh, as all as well as being in paperback. You can get it on either Amazon or Barnes & Noble in trade paperback. You can get it on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Apple Books, and Kobo uh, in ebook format. So if you have an independent bookstore that you like, uh, they tend typically tend to partner with Kobo. So you can actually, if you're not an Amazon fan or Barnes & Noble fan, you should be able to get it through your local independent bookstore if they partner with Kobo for ebooks. You could get it that way. Uh, unfortunately, it's not available in any bookstores uh, because it's self-published. And uh, but you can again, you can order it through Amazon or Barnes and Noble. Or if you happen to be at Geekscape or at uh, Comic Con here today, you can swing by the Geekscape table, and I'll be selling copies today from one to two. And it's called Strange Creatures, Lost Creatures. That's the one. Geekscape is do not do not look for strange. It's Lost Creatures. Well, like we are strange creatures. That? We are strange creatures. Yeah, we're the strange creatures. The the collection of short stories is lost creatures. Anything you're looking forward to besides the Geekscape booth here at Comic-Con while you're walking around? No, just to avoid getting COVID. Uh, we got a COVID virgin here in Mr. Brown. And uh, Geekscape, as you know that I, I'm no longer in that club as of two weeks ago. So, okay. um, you. you know what? I'm kind of upset that if he's eventually going to get it, he didn't get it from me. But you know what? Sharing is caring. <laughs> I'm, caring. I'm not going to give you COVID. Oh, man. Uh, Scott, have fun, dude, and let us know what you find. Uh, hopefully it's a lit agent. Yes. And, uh, and yeah, we look forward to the signing, dude. Well, thanks again for hosting me as always. You guys are great. Geekscape, I got a special surprise here at the booth. Our good friend Casper Van Dien. Hey, Jonathan. And Geekscapers. 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 Geekscaperellis. Geekscapians. Uh, uh, you're here signing for Salvage Marines, the Crackle the crackle Popcorn Flicks yeah. series. That's uh, Geekscapers, when you listen to this, it's going to be free to watch on Popcorn Flicks next yeah. Thursday. So. On the 28th, Popcorn Flicks, it's free. And it, you can get that on Apple TV, Roku, uh, Smart TVs. You can get it online on a thing called Google. I'm not sure, but you can find it. It's called Salvage Marines. It's a series movie? What is it? It's a series. There's uh, six episodes. It's a six-episode series, and we're going to see where it goes. Oh, so there's a chance for more here. Okay, there's okay. A chance for more. It depends on how well it does. If it does well enough, and then uh, if Popcorn Flicks decides that they want to do it, then they have to pony up and, and, and you know, and, and do it. 
So Casper's a executive producer on the series. So when I saw that they were coming to Comic Con, I said, "You got to be signing at the booth, dude. We got to help you uh, promote it because you got to sign. You, you're premiering the trailer tonight. You got the signing tomorrow, I mean, the yeah. official sales pavilion signing, yep. right? And then I was like, "No, no, no. You got to have the legit like for the fans signing at the Geekscape booth." Well, we're we're always glad to come here. You know me. I love you, and we've been friends for 150,000 years. We don't look like we're that old, but you know it's been it's been a while. So we used to run together. You still run? I, I sometimes run, but not like you. <laughs> this morning, we I went out last night. I go five miles. And I'm at. I didn't run five miles this morning. I was. It's I, hot. I, I was tired. Uh, so I uh, I went out and I was like, hey, this club's fine. It's fun. There's some couple friends out, and I'm about to turn around and leave. And go to sleep so I can wake up early. And there's Casper and Peter, Shinkoda, and the people from Salvage Marines hanging out. We're all having fun, and I had to put another 30 minutes on the clock. And I felt it this morning. Me too. I felt, you know, I had a water to drink last night, but then I felt hungover this morning because of all of what we were going through. It was crazy. Yeah, so Comic-Con is going to wear on you. By the end of it, it is just like an endurance test. Uh, This morning, I was seeing that you were... Geeks gave us. He's he's watching my Instagrams or the TikToks or whatever. I see you're doing it, so I text you. I'm like, I'm about to go running. Come join me. You're like, hell no. I you know I I love to run and I usually run every day because I have a dog and he's a half German Shepherd, half Alaskan Malamute, so 95 pounds. He needs to go like seven miles a day. So I do like five in the morning and two at night, all the time with him. Sometimes I do more. Sometimes if I feel like it, I'll do more. But uh, he's he just keeps me he keeps me active. Uh, you know, and, and the reason why you and I run, let's be truthful, it's so that we have the stamina for Comic-Con. Because if we didn't run, we wouldn't have it. If we didn't have that kind of, you know, it, it's a lot. It's a lot to be in here. It's, a, it's fun. It's intoxicating. It's invigorating. But it's also exhausting. And you have to have the, you have to have the, you know, I, I at least have to have some cardiovascular <laughs> training so that I can function well enough. Not just that, but... Um you, the longevity of your career, yeah, I think that has a lot to do with it. Yeah. These are not short days. No, because you, you're always doing long days, and we always have. You know, we we've, we've got great people and good people attached to our our show on this one. And Peter Shinkoda, Shane Graham, Jenny Lou Wonder, Jennifer Wanger, Nanata, and and uh, Ashley and uh, Kevin Porter and our good friend Raphael wrote it. Raphael wrote, Raphael, wrote Raphael, wrote, Raphael wrote it, and uh, Sean Michael Argo wrote it, and Sean Piccinino helped out a lot with it. He directed it. So it's a, it was just a great cast all the way around. I just had so much fun. What's it about? Uh, you're born with life debt. Your fa- family hands it down, and everything's born with life debt. And one way to get out of it is, is to join the Salvage Marines. The problem with joining the Salvage Marines is that the mortality rate is like 80%. And then there's also the wounding part. You're going to get wounded. Most everybody gets shot and, and, and hurt and loses things. So, you, you know, it, it's just a physically demanding show. But what you're doing is you're trying to wipe out your family debt. But if you get wounded, then you incur more debt because they'll put, they'll put like a new lung in you or a new arm. And depending on how good it is, it'll be more years of servitude. So you're trying to, you're trying to see how it is. And then you also find out later that the corporations, as in real life, are are funding both sides. So the weapons that we're, we're shooting at the people are the same 
are from the same person that's having a shoot at it because it's a business. So they're doing it as why this is. So it's kind of it's kind of interesting to see that. And it, so the social commentary is there, and uh, obviously a lot of people are fans of of uh, Starship Troopers. They're, they love the Johnny Rico. It, does this have that level of social commentary? It sounds like it does, because as you're talking about it, it does feel like the meat grinder that is our current state. So, so Starship Troopers is a genius film. But Johnny Rico in that character was gung-ho military. That's what he was. In this one, he joins up to do it for his family. That's the whole thing he does. But then when he gets in there, he, he uh, starts getting relationships with his other troopers and, and, and reapers, what we call them now. And all of a sudden, he starts seeing some of the... the the evil or the darkness behind, like the the corporations putting all the money on both sides and then killing us, no win situation, and and how it, it's not to serve these people. So they they try to unionize and try to be something for the people, and it's huge things, fights and everything. It's 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 really a t an amazing show. And I, what I like about it is the characters. Nobody's one dimensional. There's so many different levels and people. You have extreme emotions and extreme things happening, and and there's arcs, and it's really nice. It's just a really it's a fun story. Really well written, I think, and uh, and and I think I, I love the actors. I, when I watched it, I was just so happy with everybody, and that's not always the case when you watch something you've done. Okay, talk trash. No, I'm kidding. Okay, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Okay, so who do you not like? Yeah, who do I not like? Yeah, the people I don't like uh, aren't alive anymore, and I made sure of it. Yeah, <laughs> killed them all. All right, you got a signing to do. I do. We're going to be talking Salvage Marines on the podcast, and we're probably going to get a couple more of these signers over here to talk to me. Uh, Geekscapist, Salvage Marines, it comes out on Thursday. If you're listening to this, it comes out in a week. 28th on Popcorn Flicks, and it's free! There you go. You heard it from Casper. Thanks, Geekscapist. Let's see who else we can get here yeah. on the mic. All right. Sean, you directed Salvage Marines. We've been friends with for a long time on like Instagram and stuff, yeah, and, you're, and yes. you're definitely friends with Heidi. Uh, I gotta, I gotta take care of business first. Why do I pronounce your last name? Like, I'm not <laughs> kidding. Like, I, I've been calling you Sean Pinocchio, Sean Piccinino, Sean wait, Pepperoni. Wait, you just said it. The second one, you actually no. got it right. Piccinino. Get out. That's it. You had it, Sean Piccinino. You can get like fancy just, with it. Do I have to say like a Mario brother? If you, if you do the hands, only if you do the hands. You gotta. Man, I'm holding a recorder. I'm holding the microphone. <laughs> Sean Pepperoni. It is. Sean Piccanozo. I get that one, too, when I was a kid in grade school. Yeah, that's about Geekscape's maturity level. That's appropriate. You're here in the Geekscape booth and doing all that. Um, Salvage Marines, can we talk about it? Because uh, it's a little bit different than um, a very Netflix California Thanksgiving or whatever this other <laughs> stuff is. Yeah, <laughs> You're just, hey, welcome to Geekscape, where Jonathan just bosses your California balls. California Thanksgiving. That's gonna be, I'm going to pitch that to Netflix. Yeah, be like a very turkey... <laughs> Netflix California Thanksgiving. I love that. I love that. Yeah. But I'm joking, but the, the Netflix stuff you do is California Christmas, and I'm just being facetious. <laughs> yes, yeah. Those are very different than Salvage Marines. I think Salvage Marines is, you know, uh, all of our love for the kind of sci-fi, that kind of throwback sci-fi thing of the 80s and 90s. And, you know, we just had a blast making it uh, with, you know, awesome folks like Casper and Jenny and Shane and Lenara and Kevin Porter and uh, you know just it, we just had a blast making this thing with uh, people that we enjoy and we got to make pretend and blow stuff up and shoot lasers and you know pretend we're in space like who doesn't want to do that you're not going to do that in very Netflix Thanksgiving California Christmas I think a California Christmas 3 should take place in space yes check 
And they're they are now, you know what they're doing? They're planting their uh, vineyards on the moon because of the soil. Yes. And it becomes the best-selling wine in the world, of course. Sure. And... <laughs> But when the turkeys get into it, that Thanksgiving goes topsy-turvy, and now you're running for your life. Listen, moon turkeys are nothing to mess around with. That's the name of the movie, (laughs) moon turkeys. (laughs) We're making moon turkeys. Speaking of hybrids, I heard that you have a truck and a Jeep, but as one vehicle. You have a truck. Because, listen, Heidi and I, Geekscape, you know what this is, right? It's the vehicle that's like half truck, half Jeep. We saw one in Texas, and I just started singing like, I got myself a truck. You know, like, you got to have, like, those country, you know, you see the, like, splashing through water, but it's also like, I put some stuff in my car, but not too much, because I only have a truck. You know what I mean? Like I do, I do. And while I loved that truck, uh, it got, like, 13 miles to the gallon, so I did get rid of it. Fuck the truck. <laughs> I can't. Fuck a driving truck. <laughs> it, caught, love, you know it, was it wasn't worth a buck <laughs> to be driving in the truck. Damn. Yeah, it was a lot of fun to drive, though, of course, especially off-road. But how often do I get to do that? No, listen, I'm not going to offend you now that I know you sold it. But, like, a truck, either get a truck or get a Jeep. Because that's, like, I'm sorry, that's, like, a that, that's like not even a Transformer or a GoBot. That's, like, that's like one of those things malfunctioning mid-transformation. <laughs> it's a GoBot. Yeah, it's like a it's like a rock lord is what that thing is. <laughs> it's like a transformer getting halfway going from jeep to truck. You, listen, your kids are here at Comic Con. Did y'all like the truck? Do you miss it? I don't miss it. <laughs> because you're like, hey, can my friends get in there? It's all right. There's no room. It's a truck. Be like, yeah, but it's technically also a jeep. Be like, oh no, they would fit in a jeep. But I can't actually even put any. Equipment or two by fours in a. Oh, why did I get well, neither? I thought I was getting both. I got neither. I kind of, I kind of went from one truck to another truck though, because I got, I got a Ford Maverick, and it's kind of a small truck, but it has four doors, and there are five seats. Okay, so your friends can have friends. Again. Your kids can have yes, friends again. Yes, 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 okay, yes, cool, good. Good, good. They're socialized, depending on your ability to transport them. <laughs> Welcome to fatherhood. <laughs> that is dad duty all the way. You like that you've been friends with my fiance for a long time. We finally meet in person, and this, and this is what is this is just. Both, welcome <laughs> wait, to Geeks. We've not met in person. We've never met in person. Oh my gosh, that's. Crazy. I refuse to go see your movies. Uh, wait, what? <laughs> so uh, honestly, I'm being silly. I'm being silly, but this is actually the first thing you made that's like Geekscape. Everything else is kind of romance. Yeah, I'm true, sorry, I don't true. mean to like. You know what I'm saying? I did do an action movie um, with Lionsgate that came out last year, but I don't know if that's quite Geekscape yet. No, those people used to beat us up. <laughs> this is definitely Geekscape, right? Come on, Matt Kelly, you have a comment? Because when do you not? He made something that's Geekscape adjacent. We'll we'll have him on the Christmas 365 podcast to talk about that. Oh, oh, Geekscape, you see how Matt Kelly's like, hey, if, don't mind if I do. Dude, you would be great on the Christmas 365 I'm podcast in. because you make Christmas movies. Dude, I'm in, and I have a Christmas movie coming out this December again for HBO Max. What's that one called? This one is called Holiday Harmony. Killer Turkey? I'm going to make, now I'm going to CG one in there just for you. Yeah, you are. Yeah, you are. <laughs> Everybody in the truck, we got to get out of here. The turkey, the moon turkeys are coming. I like how we're talking salvage marines, but we're just really, it's just shot at I being like, let's make up for lost time. It's so weird that we haven't met because social media makes you think you know people. I yes. Feel, I'm so, it's so weird. I, I fully thought we had met at like an event or something more than once. 
So yeah. crazy. Uh, I'm sorry. Hey, do you have to sign any of these posters, dog? We should sign one or two, maybe. I don't know so if they care great. about the director, uh, do they? They've been asking for you. Oh, they've been asking for you. Get in there. We'll, we'll bring somebody else up here. We'll ruin Rafa's career next. <laughs> Jenny Winger. What up? Longtime Geekscaper. <laughs> you, uh, Geekscapers, you don't know this, but Jenny and I met in 2005 right here on this yeah. Comic Con floor when she was Wonder Woman and we had her on a video part of the original Geek Drone podcast. Yes. yes, we did. My first Hollywood interview was with Jonathan London for Geekscape. That was the first one? Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. That was my first ever Hollywood interview. I was very nervous, could you tell? And now you're here, now you're here signing at the booth. I am. It feels full circle right now. Yes. Oh, well, you know, downward spirals go in circles, too, as far as I'm concerned, and my life goes. I'm just kidding. Everything's going great, Geekscapist, but, you know, we're a bit... We're, we're about self-deprecating here on Geekscape. So Jenny is getting interviewed as she signs. And it, uh, the Salvage Marines thing, how does it feel to bro down? Um, it feels so good right now because doing this with our best friends and my husband is just incredible. It's a lifelong dream. And who's it, who else is in the cast? Who else is signing here? I don't know everybody, so okay, introduce so, me. Uh, Ashley Nunez plays Yvonne White. You know Raphael Jordan, the writer. Shane Graham plays Mars. Linara Washington plays Sura, Casper's wife on the. Casper plays Sam. Sean Piccinino is the director. Peter Shinkota is Tack. And Kevin Porter is Boss Marsters. Okay. All right. Who's here? Yeah. And Linara, I think we've met at game night. Oh, hell yeah. Uh, at game night. Yeah, game night at Casper's. Didn't we do a little Geekscape thing? For uh, y'all came on Geekscape. Yes, they Casting the Net. Casting the Net gave us. Look how it all connects. Casting the Net was two years ago? Two and a half years ago, yes. And we had y'all on, but that was on that was not in person. That was like on a stream. And here you are. Long before yes, long before. Masking. How is this different than uh, you know, without a net? <laughs> this role. This role is a lot more badass, I think. Um, I get to, you know, shoot guns, which is fun. Um, I don't know, it's just uh, the, the, the <laughs> Getting to sort of work in this particular genre is, is is really awesome. I just find sci-fi to be much more accepting than I think most other genres. Yeah. And uh, it's just fun. And it come. And are you excited for it to come out? I am excited for it to come out. Popcorn Flicks will be uh, uh, free streaming it July 28th. Yeah. <laughs> Geekscapers, there's a lot going on right now. We're like passing around markers for signings. Uh, there are about 30 people in the booth right now. Um, and I'm just trying to squeeze a microphone in front of faces here at Geekscapers. So uh, that's just the way it's going to be. You can call them whatever you want. Uh, we're going to keep moving around Geekscapers and getting a couple more interviews, okay? So sorry for the hectic nature of this, but it's the way it's going to go. We're at Comic-Con. It's going to be crazy, and I think you're in on the excitement with us. Yes. All right, Geekscapists, we got our good friend Peter Shinkota here. I first knew about Peter because of Falling Skies. Uh-huh. Exactly. Um, so did your character die off camera? I don't know. I, no, I was thrown against the wall. That doesn't kill you. I know it didn't you kill me. You know what me. I'm talking about, right? Like, I'm watching this, and your character in Falling Skies, Geekscapers, if you yeah. watch Falling Skies, you know this. You see you get thrown against the wall, and that ain't enough, man. You see people, like, surviving all sorts of stuff on that show. Right. Right. I thought I could uh, just brush off and walk away. I'm losing my voice. I'm sorry. Yes, we won't keep you too long, but the other one we have to talk about, I know you're in Salvage Marines, but we got to talk about Daredevil. And you played Nobu. Yes, I did. Remember the hand. Oh, I can't wait for it to come back. 
are you coming back? I, there's, n- there's no more appropriate character to uh, resurrect, right? Yeah, the hand just resurrects people left and right. They, right, they resurrect people every Tuesday at 10 a.m. They get a bunch of resurrections going on, and Nobu's got to be one of them. When you saw that Kingpin came back yeah. in Hawkeye, and that you saw that Matt came back in as the lawyer in, in Spider-Man No Way Home, were you, like, super stoked? You're like, they got to bring Nobu back. Uh, I was hoping for it. It's just a matter of time. But super excited. It was amazing. It was amazing to see those guys. I love them both. Hopefully they see they see you at the end of a sword. Would you be <laughs> Peter, uh, I want that old man stick back too. Oh yeah, let's get stick back. Got up stick. Got stick. Yeah. Uh, well, because Scott Glenn's a legend. He's such a beautiful man. I love that dude. Still, still, still in shock. Still starstruck. Okay, so you're losing your voice. Welcome to Comic Con, and uh, let's get you signing again. I won't keep you too long. Let's just figure out how to do a Zoom or a, a, like. A distance geekscape because you're going to go back home, right? This is your only day at the con. Yeah. I'm leaving uh, tomorrow morning, but dude, I'll talk to you any day. Any day. Just call me. All right. We're going to do this, Geekscape. Okay. We got our good friend, Rafael Jordan. Rafa, we've seen a lot of each other in the last two weeks. One would say almost too much if there's such a thing, Jonathan. On your end or my end? Because I will hang out with you all Uh, freaking day. (laughs) Uh, Rafa wrote. The Salvage Marines, it's based on a book, is that right? It's based on a series of books, and they're really cool. Like, Shawn Michaels' mind exists at the nexus of sci-fi and horror, which is exactly where I like to live. That's the sweet spot. And uh, Rafa's written all sorts of stuff that is both sci-fi and horror. The Geekscape has probably seen you do drafts of some stuff. They've seen you make some stuff. Uh, what are some of the things that they may remember you from, Rafa? And we don't have to talk about the stuff that, like, you know, you write stuff and then something else happens and this and that. You know what I mean. So you mean the stuff that was actually produced and the stuff that I actually like, that subset of stuff? Let's talk about that. Okay, yeah, sure. (laughs) There's some films that I did with, I was lucky enough to work with Adrian Paul a few times. Uh, You know, Highlander, he's awesome. Uh, Lost Colony of Roanoke was a fun horror take on that whole myth. And, uh, you know, got to work with him again on The Immortal Voyage of Captain Drake. He played the legendary anti-hero, whatever you want to call him. Um, you know, I did an unauthorized prequel of Young Guns once. Get the fuck. What are you talking about? Oh, I swear to God. I'm probably going to get in legal trouble for this. But Sci-Fi hired me a while back to do, uh, you know, Snakes on a Plane, P-L-I-A. Uh, I-A. I can't yeah. say it. Yeah. A, a plane like, wait, a plane like a desert plane? Yeah. Wait, there already are snakes on a desert. There already are snakes on a fucking desert plane. Why would they make that movie? Because they wanted mutant snakes on a desert plane. Oh, that sounds tight. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, I was like, well, how do I make this interesting to me? So I made it a secret prequel to Young Guns by naming all the characters after the Young Guns characters. And you know what? One dude on Earth caught it. Back when IMDb used to have a message board, some, some very intrepid viewer actually caught up on it. He's like... Hey, I think this whole movie is like an inside joke. And I was like, wow. <laughs> I'm like, everything I did has led to this moment, and that was totally worth it. That's amazing. But I think I would have been tipped off the second you were like, hey, there's Billy and Chavez. You know, it's like I was a little subtle because it's like Pat Garrett. He was just Garrett and uh, stuff like that. You know, it wasn't like, I don't know. It really actually should have been obvious. Maybe no one saw the picture. I don't know. Maybe only 100,000 people saw it, and that one guy was the only Young Guns fan. Dude, I love that. That's the craziest story ever. In this Salvage Marines, you uh, wrote on the thing? I was fortunate enough to adapt 
the series from Shawn Michael, Argo. Yeah. He's an incredible and prolific novelist. And, you know, it was a really fun process because he and I just kept going back and forth. And, you know, like it's different mediums. So the fun of it is taking a great story in a book and, you know, maybe like mixing it up a little, like reordering, changing things, adding things, subtracting things. And it's like you're telling the same story in a slightly different way. What's a book? I'm messing with you. They've got pictures in them. I know what they are. They're comics. I'm kidding. These are novels. Yeah, they are. They're actually really fun to read. Like, it's... What he does is he paints such a vivid picture of combat, like every little beat, and it's so immersive. And, you know, hopefully a lot of that translated into the show. Has he seen the finished product? Oh, absolutely, yeah. And did you get the endorsement? <laughs> he loves it. You know, we're all, we're all very happy with it. I mean, it's been a labor of love, and I think we're all just really happy to have been a part of it. you got to come on Geekscape later, man, and do like a full fledged episode not just a short because we can talk sci-fi and horror and directing and writing for a long time oh man absolutely it'd be like a uh, trial run at my eventual memoirs all the misadventures of sci-fi channel stuff well considering we end up seeing each other three times a week anyway at this rate at this rate yeah I'm going to see you again in like three days back in the minute we get back you're going to see me in three hours (laughs) (laughs) yeah oh that's right I will (laughs) we got Kevin Porter here Y'all may know him as the Cape Crusader, though, in the Bat in the Sun series. That is where, uh, I mean, I don't know. You're a pretty damn fucking awesome Batman. Well, I appreciate that. I I definitely have the height. (laughs) Sometimes I've got the voice. Yeah, um, you do a great job of that stuff, but here you are uh, playing. Who are you playing here? Uh, I mean. Boss Wind Marsters. Leader of the Salvage Marines. And why. Are you not right there, dead center, taking Casper's spot on the poster? If you're the leader, <laughs> let's put you right there. I just got to call it out, Casper. Casper. Well, he was he was on a taller apple box. I was, I was like a three. Actually, dug a ditch to put him in. Geekscape is he's easily the tallest person at the booth yeah. signing. He's and, got a better chin. Yo, and they straight up did the Rock versus Vin Diesel on him on the on the poster. They put him right there in the background. That's messed that. up. All right. Well, it's disrespectful. No, 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 it's not. You know what? Because I don't need it. I, sh- I shine from over there. If your Batman chin wasn't so famous, man, come on. I reckon I'll recognize that chin anywhere. I appreciate that. Thank you so much. Okay, how is your character, the leader of this group in the movie, how is it different, same as Bruce Wayne Batman? Uh, it's uh, very different, and that's what drew me to the role specifically. Um, it comes across as a as a darker, meaner character, but as the season progresses, you see that he has uh, family motives and family ties, and that he's driven by something a little more noble than commerce. Okay, okay, and uh, I'm just guessing that uh, I mean, Peter. I mean, Peter's here. Yeah. What's it like working with Peter? What's it like working with Casper? Uh, Obviously, Jenny. It seems like all the friends are here just working together. Like, is there anybody you didn't know that was in this film? No, no, not at all. Uh, One thing that um, the press is picking up on is the camaraderie that we have. And then when you go in and it's it's built in, you love these people and you're willing to go to bat for these people day in and day out with every single frame, it comes across. It's like making um, the stew with the best ingredients. And that's Geeks gave us, like, what was, like, when this Salvage Marines thing started getting put together, and I already knew Rafa. Uh, we knew Sean, and then seeing the cast get together, and we're like, "Hey, we—they're all friends with yeah. each other. They're this game is, night people. Yeah, this is this yeah, is really you know this is like this is like cheating. Yeah, these are all people That's from exactly game night. You know what it is? 
It's like having the all-star NBA team playing every single game. Because you all already flow so well together. So I got to ask, like, when, like, who are the enemies that were made on, you know, when push came to Syrup on set? Who, who is no longer getting invited to game night? Do you want to know what the enemies were? The fact that it had to end, honestly, because we, we could have kept going over and over and over again. It was two and a half months, and it felt like a week. I wish it were six months. Dude, um, well, listen, Geekscape, you're going to watch this thing for free on Popcorn Flicks so that they can get a second season of it and the friends can get the whole team back together Absolutely. and uh, Sean can get in his truck and drive to Louisiana and shoot season two. And his not it's not a truck, it's not a Jeep, it's a truck. Okay. And, uh, and then we can have season two and have you all back at the Geekscape booth you, in a year things, or two. One of the best things about shooting in Louisiana is um, my family's from New Orleans. And so every Friday night upon wrap, I would hop in my car and I would drive to see my cousins and my aunts and uncles. And uh, yeah, yeah, and they were just the greatest people in the world. So that added to the the family experience. The entire thing was a family experience. So season two, bring it on. That sounds awesome, dude. Thanks so much, Kevin. Well, thank you. So much. I'm here with my buddy Shane, and he's on the poster that they're signing here at the booth. But he's the only one with the helmet on. He can't see your face. Yo, I'm the only one that's not going to get a headshot in, man. I'm so happy about that. I'm protected. These fools are out in the open with their guns out. They're going to die. Shane, how'd you get involved in this group? Because you, I think you're the only person signing at the booth I haven't met before. Yeah, I'm so new. I was like... You actually had to audition while they're all giving each other jobs. Like, you're all, no, 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 yeah. no. Sean hit me up. Sean hit like, you up? He didn't even have to audition? No, no. Listen, I auditioned for this. I, I was like, Sean, let me play a gun. And he's like, dude... You're, he's like, you're that bad of an actor that you can't even play an inanimate object right. I, 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 was, I was like, let me play a helmet. Yeah, you could be this guy on the, on the poster. Who knows? He, I was like, let me play a battleship. Let me play a spaceship. Let me play a shovel. Let me play a... Wait, wait, we can't... Wait, what are you saying over there, Sean? You still talking trash? I said you were the motion capture for all the spaceships in the show. That was me. That was me. Listen to that guy talking trash. What a mother drucker. patterns were so natural and fluid. No, listen, so you guys don't want me anywhere near this salvage Marines. It would have so many jokes, the author would be, he would be suing y'all. He'd be like, hey, when did, when did salvage Marines, why are there so many stupid jokes in salvage Marines? Like, oh, Jonathan, he got near it. Rafa's known me long enough to know that, eh, yeah. Yeah. Things don't always stay serious so around I was in Warner Brothers, and we just had a screening for one of his movies for Netflix, and we were doing, like, notes on it. And then we walk out, and uh, at the time I was on AMC for The Sun, and, uh, yeah, Sean was talking about some space thing out of the window of his car. So, of course, I walk up because I'm a nerd. I like Star Wars. I like Star Trek. I like them both equally, and all you crazy fans out there... Wait, I Sean's car or Sean's truck? Sean's car. The, the half-truck, half... -truck, half Truck, half truck, half Jeep? He was in his like BMW at the time. He still had that BMW two-door. Yeah. And he's talking about space stuff. And I'm like, what is going on? I come over there. I just butt into the meeting. I'm like, hey, what's up, Sean? You doing something sci-fi? He's like, yeah, Shane, would you actually want to do it? And I'm like, let's go. So he's like, all right, well, we're in Louisiana. You better get moving. I'm like, okay. So That was it. That was, that was, that was the, the audition was like coming into this dude in his car and being like, hey, you're doing some sci-fi, can I be in it? Well, we're friends, and he likes martial arts, and he's a guitar player, and he's got high energy, and so we, we vibe really well, and I have a man crush on him, so I just figured, like, if I can go to Louisiana and work with him, he might fall in love with me, too, and there'd be some showmance that buds out of it. Unfortunately, I was married, but Kelsey understood, and then it didn't work out. You keep that up, you're going to end up on one of his Netflix movies, man. 
Marty yeah, like Lu Louisiana Romance or something like that. So I auditioned for Roped, and I booked that, and he he directed Roped. Um, and then I was in a, a movie for ESX and Forest Films and all that uh, that's on Amazon Prime called The Ride. And so I starred opposite Ludacris, and that was the company, the same company that Sean's working for, too. So in a way, I've kind of worked with him a bunch. And I also worked with Sean on Doolittle's Heroes, which is a... A World War II uh, movie about the Doolittle raid. Yeah. And so I was actually Doolittle's co-pilot, and Casper Van Dien was Doolittle. So this is not even the first time I worked with Casper. And then Casper was in Rope, so this is actually the third thing I've done with Casper. So it's just like, you know, we're tight-knit, and uh, I love him. So nobody had to audition for this movie. I'm the... Hey, Sean, you know what I'm learning? I'm learning that I'm the only person that had to audition for this movie, and you did it as a joke to make me play a gun in a spaceship. He's got footage, Geekscape, he's got footage of me going and playing a bunch of inanimate objects. He wanted to be one of the gun spiders, but I wouldn't allow it. He doesn't even let me play that. Man, y'all have changed. You've changed, guys. Come to my booth, sign a bunch of stuff, promote a bunch of stuff, and you don't even give me a job. Thanks a lot, guys. You are the gun spider of the necrospace of my life. You know what? I'm going to have to... That, that'll do. That'll do. Way to go, Jonathan. Bring a bunch of people onto your podcast and then talk about yourself. <laughs> Geekscape strikes again. I mean, because you were also like the trees in the background, right? Didn't you put on the tree suits? I'm not taking your mockery. Listen, guys, you know what? Hurry up with this. Get out of my... I ain't taking this kind of ridicule, guys. All right, Geekscape. The show comes out next Thursday. It's free on Popcorn Flicks, Salvage Marines. Thanks a lot, guys. Yeah, and, and I think I think you'll really love it. And um, he's in it. You just you have to look at the inanimate objects and see how they move. You'll realize it's kind of how he walks. It's me, guys. Jonathan is in the Jonathan's in the show. I play. Uh, I think I play. Just look at the inanimate objects. That's that's the range I have as an actor. That you played. Did you want to sign that poster there? Yeah, I'll sign a poster. Here we go. Thanks, guys. Thanks. Thanks. Geekscapist. You know who comes to visit me at the booth? The same person who's the only person who. Uh, he actually brought um, lasagna in a box too, and that's me, not Dante Hicks of Clerks. But you remember, Marilyn, you were on uh, Geekscape, and you admitted that you were the, I was the first person that you actually brought lasagna in a box to. And still the only one. Oh my God, I wasn't going to have you admit to that. That's pretty <laughs> awesome. That's incredible. Yes, and then, yeah, of course I had to come by and say hello. But you're doing all this Clerks 3 promotion. I am. And uh, I saw the trailer. It I, that one actually. This this Clerks three actually has like some heartstrings that I really felt for. It seems pretty nice, and it's based on Kevin's like experience with the heart attack. Um, it, it's based on that. Um, and yeah, this is going to tug at your heartstrings a lot. That's all I could say. Okay, and Veronica's character. What I do we got? I am back. Um, yeah, I can't really say anything because. Dang, <laughs> dang, I'm trying. You hear me trying. <laughs> I'm like leaving things in the air, like so. Veronica's character. You know the the, the thing with this is that there are some fans that actually got to see the film, and it's so nice to be able to talk to somebody about the film, and not having to kind of skirt around anything because it's like I I, I literally there's nothing that I can say because it kind of everything kind of yeah it's too spoiler alert. So um. What I love about this is that just, you know, we, we, we had you on Geekscape back in the day, and then Kevin kept flirting with Clerks 3 and doing other things. And flirting with Clerks 3 and doing other things. You weren't in Clerks 2, comes back, starts promising Clerks 3, 
no Clerks 3, and now finally Clerks 3. What was that like? Because I actually saw you socially, at least through like that process, and be like, oh, come on, let's get the gang back together. Yeah, um, well, you know, it's like Clerks 3 was supposed to happen, but it didn't happen, and it, it was all because of funding, not because of anything that Kevin did or didn't do. Um, and this Clerks 3, for whoever was at the staged reading that we had over at the First Avenue Playhouse in New Jersey, very different. Um, and and the, the funny thing is, because even Brian thought I was in that version, and I, and I originally was in that Clerks 3 version of the script, but when we did the stage reading and I was looking, it's like, where's Veronica? It's like, oh, yeah, no, not in this version. It's like that was three versions ago or something like that uh, as far as like the script. Did that have a heart attack uh, storyline or did, was the, did the heart attack happen and then was kind of the impetus for Clerks 3 really meaning business and really getting made? Um, you even remember like how many drafts ago it was, right? You know? Yeah, I, you know, I don't think there was a heart attack version in that because I think that was pre-heart attack. Um, but yes, no, I'm glad that one did not get made and that this one did. Uh, yeah, this feels like it's, it's something that really is Kevin saying something. Yeah, well, you know, I think this one kind of went back to the core roots of what Clerks was. And with using a lot of the OGs, as I say. Um, so it went to a lot of the, the core, but then added new. I'm trying not to say it. I know, I know, I know. But from the trailer, I can at least tell that uh, you now have a co-star credit with uh, Ben Affleck. That I can say based on the trailer. That's that's right. That's right. And Rosario Dawson. Look at you all of a sudden with the big wigs hanging out. Uh, don't, don't make it what it's not. <laughs> well, I'm just glad that you're not so big that you can't come visit your friends here at Geekscape. Always, always. <laughs> Thank you so much, Marilyn. Okay, Geekscapists. I think it's time to wrap up this uh, day two, the first full day of San Diego Comic-Con at the booth. Unless something miraculous happens, that's gonna end up on tomorrow's show, talking about uh, day three. So, like we did yesterday, let's wrap things up with our friend Derek Cranevelt, who actually gets to experience the con while uh, Matt Kelly and I are stuck here at the booth. Let's talk. What did you experience today? Yeah, hi, first of all, how are you? I hope your day's been really good. I've been, it's like four or five o'clock and I feel like it's the end of comic-con because i'm so exhausted already but uh it's good to be back today has been a great day outside and um i started off this morning uh legion m who's actually the booth next to us had a uh like handprint ceremony for william shatner there's like a new william shatner documentary they're working on so he was it's basically like the style of like the tcl chinese theater with like the the cement block and the handprints and um Tons of Star Wars, Star, Star Wars. Oh my gosh! Tons of Star Trek cosplayers there. Uh, that was like a really, really cool time, and and it seemed like everyone had uh, had a lot of fun. Um, I was just on the show yesterday talking about how good the like a Game of Thrones uh, House of the Dragon offsite was, and how it was probably like the best one since the Godzilla one back in 2013. Just like erase that, cut that. You know, it's uh, a new day, and today I went over to the Hard Rock Hotel. They've got a an offsite for the Severance uh, series, so you actually get to go through a, an orientation day at Lumen. Um, super long lines at this one. You can at 6 a.m. 6 a.m. Pacific if you're in San Diego every morning. 
head to uh, welcometolumen.com. You can like register for a slot. You get like a time slot. They were about an hour behind today. Hopefully, it's a little bit smoother in the coming days. But you basically like go through, like take a picture of yourself. You get to go through like basically recreated sets from the movie including like the boardroom where Heli wakes up including like the office where the like macro data uh, stuff happens amazing I, I actually went to the like directly from there to the severance panel that just happened in ballroom 20 they actually Ben Stiller said that about 75% of the stuff in the severance offsite is like actual props from the show including the computers that you like you can sit down and you can like do some of the macro data stuff it is that's cool that's cool can you yeah can you figure out how that program works what are bad numbers yeah so you actually get like um you know like from a swag perspective you get like a printed badge that has your photo on it and your name on it and everything like that but you also get like a uh, like bound manual so it's like a manual that takes it's like a hand employee handbook including how to like do the macro data refinement and everything like that um you're it's amazing you're like you it feels like it could be used as sets from the show um, you know, I took a bunch of photos, I took a bunch of videos, geekscape.net, probably tomorrow there'll be like a big, a big thing on it. Um, yeah, it was like, it was, I mean, we remember how, like the, nothing matched up to that Godzilla one just cause it was on such an epic scale and it took you through so many different like environments and stuff like that. This was like the only thing I've really experienced in years that was on that level. Like, you know, I was talking about HBO money with the house of the dragon yesterday. Who's got more money than that? Pretty much just Apple, and it really shows that they they really used it here. I think so. Um, yeah, it was amazing. Panel was really cool too. Ballroom Twenty is obviously like I think it's the biggest non Hall H panel room. Yeah, that's the one in the center. Yeah, yeah, and it was like packed for Severance, which I'm surprised by because I don't know. I feel like Apple TV Plus is a significantly underrated service in the in the couple years that it's been out. Like I feel like almost nobody I know subscribes to it or has heard of many of their shows or have watched many of their shows and I feel like they're just releasing hit after hit after hit. And so Ballroom 20 was like I think it was entirely full and like when the you know I was like oh so many people must be here for the next panel but Severance panel ends like it cleared out like everyone was there for that so um it was really really cool and uh some reveals for like what might be coming in season two some great questions cast was there it was most of the cast including the creators of the creator of the show first time at comic-con ever so like like from nothing to like a giant hit like this was like pretty cool to see their excitement what else did you do Come on, baby. <laughs> uh, that's uh, that's like all honestly. That's like pretty much it for today. I hit went. You came in here and talking about how tired you were, and you did two things. Come on, man. Yeah, I mean, I also went over to Am- uh, Audible's. Got like a a little beach setup for uh, three of their major new Audible original releases. I, I t- like talked. Bre- one of the dudes is still there, like carving into the like the the giant sandcastle that they have. I asked him like, hey, like did you carve this? He's like, yeah, the whole thing. And I was like, how long did it take you? Like, it seems like really amazing. He said he's been working on it for eight hours a day for the past five days. Come on, man. So it's one of those things. It, it, see, it will have taken him longer to make than it will be up for, which is insane, uh, basically. But yeah, I, I don't know. It's like, I, I don't know if it's, fatigue because i haven't been to comic-con in so long you're like you you know you lose that muscle memory or whatnot but uh yeah i don't know my watch popped up and it was like you slept for four and a half hours last night so i'm i'm feeling it now but also it's like so exciting you know now we're sitting in the booth i just jumped onto the floor for the first time like 10 minutes ago uh you know just right before coming here and like i don't know it seems a little bit less crowded than what i remember which is great a little bit more space to move around but it's just like 
Comic Con's back, and it's like so good to be here. I couldn't have said it any better. Uh, we had a good episode today, Geekscapist. The cast of Salvage Marines, our good friend Scott Brown, and a surprise from Clerks 3. So we're having a good one here at Geekscape at the booth. And Derek's out there on the floor. We're having a fun Comic-Con. Uh, who knows what Friday, Saturday, and Sunday have in store, but you'll find out. Keep sharing the podcast. Keep, keep on subscribing and leaving comments. You stay out of this. Wait, what did you just say? I was going to say, like, head to Geekscape.net because, like, there's a few articles going up a day, doing a recap of each day, what it looks like on the floor, and what you could be experiencing if you were at Comic-Con. Oh, that's right. If you want visual representations and a literary representation of what you're hearing here as a podcast, Derek is uh, pounding the pavement and earning his keep here by posting things on Geekscape.net. Thank you for being a part of this. Hey, Matt, anything you want to say to the, the Geekscapists? Oh, we're wrapping up? Yeah. He's like, oh, we're wrapping up? I still don't have my shirts. Come on, man! You're listening to the Geekscape Network.